special program in living color on NBC. Happy Feast of Stephen, everyone. Mike and Tom are playing my song. Good King Wenceslas here. You know, there's nothing us medieval enlightened despots love more at this time of year than great holiday entertainment. So park my page and crank up the volume for Spud Goodman's Christmas Spectacular. It's the Spud Goodman Show. Let's get ready, Trumbo! Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the head cheese meister of the world wide web, Mr. Yuletide himself, Spud Goodman! Greetings, I am Spud Goodman, and happy holidays to everyone now listening. And I guess even to those who, you know, choosing not to listen to. Uh, this is the time of year when you're supposed to be nice to everyone, right? Even to those who, like, turn their backs on you. All right, please say hello to my temporary permanent co-host, Mr. Gerald Holcomb. What? Merry Christmas to you, Spud. I just love this time of year, don't you? Not especially. I'm sick of it around the second week of November. Oh. I should probably now introduce my mother, though, Sofola, who will be with us in the studio tonight as uh, we're also hanging out. Uh, I, this is our Christmas show, I guess I should say. We're, uh, our, our executive producer thought we would batch process and do a radio show and a show party. What, what, pretty nice, huh? Yeah. How you doing, Mom? Hello, my son. Happy Hanukkah to everyone out there. You know, growing up in a bi-religious family was often quite uh, confusing with Dad being a what was dad again anyway? Was like a Baptist or was he a Presbyterian? He was all over the map while we were married. So I understand why you're a bit hazy on this topic. Yeah. The last few years of his life, he was a Rastafari. That would explain that aroma that would follow him whenever he entered a room. Yeah, well, you know, being raised by a Jewish mom and being sent to Catholic school as a little kid was, was a little trippy, I have to say. Christmas! I don't know. Ah, just, just confusing. Well, there wasn't a Hebrew academy in our area, so we went with what we could find, okay? It wasn't that bad, but I'm glad you finally allowed me to go to public school in junior high. I mean, I mean, if Pope Francis was around then, I, I would have maybe wanted to hang around a little while longer, because I do love that guy. That was your father's call. Yeah. Mostly had to do with tuition, as he had some tough luck at the track around that time. I know, I know. I, I know. of course, was furious, but hey... Let's remember the good times, why don't we? Well, you had a wonderful childhood. Remember? Uh, we didn't file for divorce until your junior year in high school as we stayed together as long as we could for you and your sister. But, but Mom, really, it probably would have been better for you guys to have ended the thing maybe before I could walk and talk. Because uh, I don't think wonderful is the right term to describe. Yeah, you know, you know I myself, I went to a military academy, grades 9 through 12. It really taught me discipline and organization. I met my wife at a dance put on by her private school during that's, the holidays. That's, really that's so hot. Yeah, yeah it is. That's we so were hot. high school sweethearts. It, it's kind of a fairy tale the way she tells it. So let me get this straight. You've only been with one woman in your adult life? Seriously? It's not polite to ask those type of questions. And this is the festive season, so we can keep things on a happy well, note Well, I just, just want to know how that is humanly possible. You can tell me the, tr the truth about this thing when we're off the air later. Okay. Right now, it's time for some music. Here's a band that played on our holiday special at KTZZ in Seattle a heck of a long time ago, The Spuds, which, of course, are Lisa Koch and Peggy Platt. Here's their Hawaiian Christmas medley. Um, I hope you like it. <laughs> 
Hi, we are the Spuds, and we are no relation to Spud Goodman. That's In right. fact, we're sort of regretting being here at all. I'm Yomi, and this is my daughter, Wynotta. Hello. And right now, we'd like to tell a very quick Christmas story. This is called The Gift of a Little Match Girl. It's about a little match girl who had really, really long hair, and she was out um, selling matches, only nobody was buying them because she had nothing to strike them on. <laughs> and um, so... Um, you might say she wasn't a very good businesswoman. So Christmas rolls around, and she decides she wants to buy a nice present for her husband, who's a real deadbeat. <laughs> he got laid off at the meal, and so she decides that she has to sell her really, really long hair. Well, her boyfriend up and surprises everyone while out she's out, you know, selling her hair so that she can buy him a gun rack for his shotgun. For a shotgun, so he sells his. Um, shotgun to buy her a curling iron for her heart. Well, Christmas rolls around and she's bald as a billiard ball. And uh, and he's up and sold, you know, the shotgun so there's no hire, there's no gun. It's a big flop. She ends up back out in the street selling matches. And uh, this time she freezes to death because she, of course, has no hire. Okay. Is that it, Mama? That's it. That was a chilling story. That sure was. I think maybe we should do something that's a little warmer. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> Santa Claus, 
You know, Christmas gifts are everywhere. Things to eat and things to wear. So shop right now for Christmas fun and Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> hey, hey, Spud, I think you're going to be excited. We've got uh, your fa- one of your favorite people on hold right now. He's ready for his interview. John Doe. He's from that, that band you like. Uh, I think it's you said X X. No, I, I just let me ba- see if he's there. Just zip oh, it. All right. All right, he's there. Please uh, give a warm holiday greeting to legendary musician, actor, and friend of the show, Mr. John Doe. How the hell you doing? Swell. Where's the Where's the the canned applause? Uh. Oh, there it is. Oh, it'll, 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 I'm sure in post they'll add it or something. Who knows? Um, well, let me start this thing off with announcing your band X will be playing two. That's two shows at El Corazon in Seattle with your family Xmas tour. And uh, this isn't just going to be with you guys. You're going to bring the blasters. You're going to have uh, Northwest Icons, Girl Trouble, and I guess also the Boss Martians. So that's quite a nice present to drop on the Seattle area at this time of year. Well, we're 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 givers. What can I say? Evidently, keep giving. You got to give till it hurts. Wow. Okay. Um, so the band is now performing in a slightly different form these days. Instead of going to say maybe nine or ten, you're dialing it down to maybe a six and a half with an occasional ten and a half tune. What uh, can the fans expect at your shows these days? You're full of surprises. Well, we did this uh, this crazy adventure for. Um, for Pickathon and a couple of other festivals that were more like folky bluegrass, and, and it was really cool. It was really fun. It right. Was, um, uh, it's not acoustic because nothing is acoustic anymore. You know, mm-hmm. there's no campfires involved, so it's not acoustic. It's not uh, some uh, sleepy Jack Johnson crap. So um, that's for the yeah, record. We're just, uh, you can hear the lyrics, and, and your ar- your ears aren't ringing all the time, and and. Uh, uh, but the blasters are full tilt. This is we're we're not playing the uh, go to hell punk rock set. Ah, okay, all right. Um, well, it's you know it's the holiday season in the studio, and we're having a pretty lame Christmas party slash radio show right now. My question is, back in the day when you guys were starting out in L.A. playing the mosque and dingy punk clubs, was it ever cool to bring like fruitcake to a gig, hang mistletoe, or draw names for presents in the band? Was there room in punk rock for traditional holiday stuff? Absolutely not. Okay, that's for the record. All right. <laughs> I remember one very, I think the, maybe the first Christmas I spent uh, away from the East Coast, away from friends and family and stuff. And, and uh, we all just uh, assembled at the Whiskey A Go Go and, and, and had, a, uh, had a good time. You know, just hung out. But uh, no, we were, uh, we were more just, uh, you know, screw it. Let's just, uh, let's just another day, man. So never any Secret Santa deals uh, in the band ever, huh? That's, no. that's Okay, nope. all right. All right. Nope. Um, excuse me, Spock. I, would you like another eggnog? I won't lie. It tastes kind of nasty. Someone brought in that horrible Safeway Lucerne brand. You'd think during the holidays, people in this organization would not bring that crap to a party. Uh, I brought the eggnog. It was on sale. I'm not going to lie here. No way I'm paying for top shelf eggnog for a radio show party. Right, right. Sorry to sound like an eggnog snob, but it's just an important treat for our family. We make our own. The wife spends a few days whipping up enough for all of our extended family and friends. Did you bring some tonight? Uh, I'm sorry. I meant close friends. Whatever. Okay, now where was I? Um, hey, I wanted to ask you this. You released an acoustic version of the Unheard Music, and that's quite tasty, I gotta say. Where can people find it and other stuff? 
Oh, uh, what, what, it was on Yahoo. Was that I believe right? it was. Something like that. Yeah. Um, we're trying to put it up on our website right now, and uh, the where, where you can hear it is at the gig. Oh come yeah. To the show. God, good point. Come down to Portland. All right. Come to uh, come to the shows in Southern California or in San Francisco, and of course the El Corazon. Right. Right. Another another black box out there in the in the wilderness. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll, they'll turn up the lights a little little brighter that night. Um. So, uh, what acting gigs are you now involved in? Tell us about Sinner's Holiday, if you could. Sinner's Holiday is kind of a Kickstarter that's trying to get a movie made by doing a trailer. It's a it's a way that uh, a lot of people are trying to get stuff mm-hmm. uh, financed nowadays. Uh, God only knows if it's going to happen. Uh, there was a movie that I did a year and a half ago called uh, Electric Slide that may um, that may come out and um, the most recent thing that was released is called Please to Meet Me oh yeah I saw that was with uh, Amy Mann and Great Joe movie. Henry and Loudon Wainwright the third and that was really fun it was uh, based on a This American Life episode and it's uh, centers around music but we don't actually play a lot of music Joe is an engineer and I'm playing a producer Loudon Wainwright pretends to play the theremin, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's just as grumpy as can be on screen. He's actually a very nice guy, but and uh, Amy Mann isn't isn't even singing or playing bass. She's just uh, a reporter. She's a a uh, you know NPR style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that movie. Great, great movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's really you know it's made for a dollar and a half, and it's really fun. All right, well, let's move on to a topic that um, seems to make a lot of people uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe this is a little too heavy for uh, for this time of year, but are, are we as a country now uh, a post-racial society? I mean, we have a black presence. So of course, we're, everything's pretty good, right? I mean, everybody says they aren't racially biased, so we don't really have a problem that needs to be discussed. In fact, I'm so uncomfortable discussing it, I think I might have to change the subject. So... <laughs> You're 100 percent right. No reason to discuss it. Yeah. All right. There you uh, go. Actually, I uh, the the real benefit of doing these acoustic gigs uh, or semi-acoustic is is that we get to play songs like "I Must Not Think Bad Thoughts," mm-hmm. uh, "Drunk in My Past," "Dancing with Tears in My Eyes," and 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 some ones that are like deep cuts. We do lose a couple like uh, "Your Phone's Off the Hook" and 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 a few like that, but. Um, I'm proud to be part of uh, Oakland and the East Bay area where there's a lot of racial diversity. Mm-hmm. And it's just got, there's got to be some re-thinking um, of, of police training, period. Yes. And, and there has been for many, many years. Um, I'm glad that there's people in the street. I'm glad there's protesting. I don't know that it's going to change right away. But if there's a spotlight on something things slowly but surely change you know my my biggest beef in in the world today is um you know economic disparity there's super rich and you know us somewhere in the middle um i'd make a nice living but um there's plenty of people who are just struggling and and they're you know that that's the biggest thing yeah i would have and the have not absolutely well yeah, it's it's insane. It's insane that that some you know the, the that cop in Cleveland was dismissed from a previous uh, law enforcement place, and they didn't even check his background. And he rolls up on some you know twelve year old with a freaking BB gun, and the kid's dead in three seconds. It's it was just you know 
a little dispiriting. It is very much dispiriting. Yes, Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because, <laughs> you know, white guys like me. What are me, you bringing us down for, Spud? I don't know. I just had to, had to toss yeah. it out. Because white guys like me seem, you know, a lot more okay discussing erectile dysfunction than asking, you know, about racial equality in our society. So I just thought I'd throw it out. Let's move on to a happier topic. Um, hey, do you find yourself wasting most of the day looking at cute animal videos on Facebook? I can kill six, seven hours before I know it. Cats, squirrels, <laughs> elephants, you name it. How about you? Uh, I'm I'm more on Instagram. Okay. All right. Yeah. I never I never I never uh, caught the Facebook bug, and uh, but I I am on Instagram the John Doe with two E's. Okay. And um, I I watch a couple. And you know, I kind of like the, uh, the the Boston Terriers going you know like around in circles and jumping up on the sofa or or bull terriers like like jumping in the little kiddie pools and. You know, crap like that. i got to write that down. i got to Google to find that. All right, super. <laughs> um, so, John, what's been your most memorable moment performing an X show in your current slightly acoustic format? Because I, I think, are the stage divers in the mosh pit a little bum in these songs? Because, of course, most of us have had hips and knees replaced, so it's probably best for everyone. Uh, you know, it is probably best for everyone. There, it's, it's very interesting. We played the Pickathon, and there's, uh, you know, down near um, Portland. Mm-hmm. And there's this one stage that is literally in the woods. And there's, you know, there's some kind of a gazebo that they built, and then there's bent um, branches for the top of the stage, and it's, it's like straight out of The Hobbit and and Apocalypse Now. Hmm. So it, it's totally bizarre. And uh, um, there are there are people like standing up in this kind of valley gorge, it, like among the trees, and it was misty, and 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 we're playing, you know, DJs playing vibes and. And it's just like, whoa. Everybody was so high. Oh, super. All right. That was interesting. That was was where it all was like working, great setting, perfect. Now, we played this other uh, festival that we were um, headlining called Make the Music Go Bang. And we did it in conjunction with this venue down in Orange County. And and people like Los Lobos and the Buzzcocks and uh, Phil and Dave Alvin and... um, just everybody, the Paladins and Candy Cane and wow. Los Straight Jackets. There were about 40 bands in one day. We had three stages going. It was, you know, it was pretty awesome. Lots of people. Yeah. 10,000 people, something like that. <clears throat> Maybe not that many, but whatever, 7,000. And um, we played last in this sort of a semi-acoustic uh, format. And you could tell that there were a bunch of like 18 year olds who were like what the, what, what the, what, 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 you know and they're kind of loose in there but what they had to do is kind of listen which was sort of great yeah they were like all ready to just jump on somebody's shoulders and just go berserk and but then they had to kind of step back and go huh what, what does that mean <laughs> wait, wait a minute there's a, there's a woman singing and, and, and it's not all testosterone or what, what, what do I do did they adjust of course they did alright there you have it you know, Spud, um, I don't know much about this punk rock I mean sure I've heard of that Ramones group I think they're called but I've never really look that's the Ramones jeez that was almost blasphemous please keep your voice down I have to finish up this interview and I don't want John to think someone on my show could be that lame oh, don't you worry about me I know my rock and roll I have two or three of Van Halen's albums, at least one Paul Simon record, and it's not Graceland. Uh, I also got Nickelback's greatest hits as a Father's Day gift last year. 
How many songs on that CD? None, right? Yeah, okay, I gotta finish up this interview, so zip it, please. All right, well, hey, before we end this thing, I must state, as I have said before on this show, uh, speaking with you and also uh, on my own, a wrong needs to be righted in my lifetime. We continue to demand that X be enshrined in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and if not then, I may have to start another one, kind of like the ABA or the AFL way back, and that, that ought to shake them up. So that's a threat, and I've just tossed it out. So anyway, I know, you know, I'll, I'll leave you out of commenting on that one. So okie no, dokie. I can, I, I can totally comment on that. All right, let's do it. Uh, I, I, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when we played in Cleveland, we did one of the four record stands uh, where we played the first four records beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum asked us there. And while we were there, we saw several um, bands coming in from out of town, rolling in in their you know crappy white van, and they toured the museum for free, and um, and it was cool and. It, it truly isn't about whether you're enshrined in, in, in that or not. It truly isn't. So I, I don't feel bad. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, it's not a, you know, art isn't a uh, competition. So uh, if you want to start another one, you can, you can do that. I'm but, just, uh, I'm already formulating okay. the ideas. I, I'm thinking you know, about I, it. I know that, I know that we're um, comparable to uh, The Clash or The Ramones or... or Pretenders or a blondie and yes. things like that. You know, yes. we, just, we never had a hit, but so what? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, will, yeah. I, I will just drop it at that, but I think... Uh I think people that are listening to this show at this point uh, already get that, so I don't really need to beat that yeah. one up. But all right, all right, okie dokie. Once again, check out X on their family Xmas tour with the Blasters, Girl Trouble, and the Boss Martians. Don't miss this one. All right, John, uh, we really appreciate you once again checking in with us. Okay. You bet, Spud. You're tuned in on Santa Claus. A Merry Christmas, everyone. Santa hopes you all have fun. So hang the holly, ring the chimes. May Christmas bring you jolly times. For a genuine musical treat, tune in to the Spud Goodman Show. Radio's famous program that takes you on a magic carpet of melody to a world of beauty. All right, it's musical guest interview time. Uh, please say hello to a band that's been getting a, a bit of buzz in publications around the country. And though I'm not exactly an expert on what the heck the word buzz means, uh, I think it's a good thing. Say hello to the gods themselves. Hello. Welcome. Hello. All right. Uh, hey, please ID yourselves now, uh, or I will like wait a few days and have a lab confirm your identities through DNA left behind in the studio. So you might as well just give up, give up your name right now, please. Uh, my name's Astra, and I play guitar and sing. I'm Damien. I play baritone guitar. I'm Colin. Drums. All right, super. Um, I think the guitar picks are going to stay, both of you, though, uh, just in case we do need to run the, the testing. So, and Astra, who were your uh, role models in rock when you first decided to get uh, give this band thing a try? Uh, big, big fan of Ian Svenonius from uh, Nation of Ulysses and The Makeup and Weird War. Big inspiration for me. All right. Um, guys, how about you? I'd say Charlie Mingus. Ooh, all right. Super. Um, probably I was a big Zeppelin fan when I was younger. Bonham, um, some of the drummers from that era. The big, the big sound drummers, huh? That's right. That's all right. All right. Um, hey, as stated, uh, you have been getting some, some good press with the new record, which is self-titled, by the way. Have you uh, started on the follow-up, or are you like putting that on hold for a while? No, we're, uh, we're writing new songs right now. We've actually got two that we've been working on, and uh, 
yeah, we're we're really excited. I think we're going to step it up a little bit too. Super. All right. Hey, does the band have a position on evolution? Fact or a lie made up by Satan loving scientists? <laughs> Go ahead, Bumbles, boys. <laughs> I'd say fact. Wow, really? You're going to take a risk on that? Okay, anybody else? I, I would say fact, but I do believe in Santa Claus. Okay. I'm going right. to have to do a little more research on that one. All right, there we have it. Well, what's Christmas! Ha! Humbug! What's the name of the first song uh, you'll be performing? It's called What I'm Thinking Of. Okay, is there a little backstory to that? or? Uh, there's a lot of wah-wah. Well, all right, cool. Well, here, we ha- here you have it. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm excited. Here are the gods themselves. We're loud, 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 we're loud,
Return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show. <laughs> You're tuned in on Santa Claus. You know, you boys and girls have been especially good lately. Is it because Christmas is so near? We know. You're right. You can say that again. You're right. I get it. <laughs> I always come around at Christmas time. Thank goodness for that. I always come around at Christmas time. You can say that again. I always come around at Christmas time. <laughs> I get it. Midnight is usually the time I park my reindeer on the housetop. You're kidding. And come down the chimney. Are you kidding? <laughs> I park my reindeer on the housetop. You can say that again. I park my reindeer on the housetop. Yes. And come down the chimney. No. To fill good little boys and girls' stockings with toys. Now you know why. I get it. This is a Spud Goodman Show. We sure got the surprise of our lives. Spud, I can sense you are slowly getting into the Christmas spirit here. Now, as you figured out, I'm sure uh, I did draw your name in the gift exchange. It makes me feel good. You really appreciate the gift you received. What? Uh, well, well, actually, my wife picked it out, and she had to go to a number of dollar stores to find the right gift. Razzleberry dressing. Yeah. You know, it's tough. It's tough shopping with a $1 limit, you know? Well, tell her I love my bolo paddle. I haven't had one since, like, like maybe 38 or so. You do know, though, it's already broken. The rubber band snapped immediately. Oh. Check and see if she still has the receipt. Spud, you know, it's the thought that counts. I myself lodged the large back of Funyuns. 
I received from somebody. Uh, yeah, I, I know, I know. But just a heads up, Mom. All the chips and snacks from the dollar store are at least three to four years old. I mean, MREs are a lot more fresh oh, than those. Listen, the wife fills our cupboards with snacks and for the kids and me from the dollar store. We we don't find them stale at all. Well, actually, maybe just a little bit. But you can't beat the price, especially with the appetites of teenagers. But is it time when we all get together and sing carols? You no. know it's a family tradition. What? No. No. I think your listeners would really enjoy a few good old holiday standards. Hmm. Does everyone in the studio know Good King Wenceslas? Sure they do. That's ridiculous. I hate that song, Mom. It's truly awful. Hey, maybe we should ask the band what song they would like to sing. They're, they're the pros. Don't drag the band into this. They, they drove all the way down here to do the show, and I will not subject them to a holiday hootenanny, all right? If it's not on their playlist, they will not be joining in. Someday, I'd like to be a, a dentist. They are too cool for Good King Wenceslas? Nonsense. I'm sure they grew up singing it, too. <laughs> you know, it's a big favorite of our family. It's Our most favorite is Let Our Gladness Have No End. And, of course, The Seven Joys of Mary. It wouldn't be Christmas without belting out that one when we get up that morning to open presents. No, no, no. There will be no singing on this show by anyone other than the band, okay? I hate to pull rank here, but that's just the way it's going to be. Okay, fine. Uh, Once the show's over, we can all bundle up and go out caroling around the neighborhood of the studio. I'm sure people around here would love it. Why bundle up? It's like 58 degrees out and drizzling like always this time of year. You know, Just put on a poncho. Uh, Gerald, that is your name, right? Yes, Mrs. Goodman. It's Gerald Holcomb. Gerald here has come up with a great idea. If the baby I almost died giving birth to won't allow us to sing a few holiday classics on the air, then we will just share our joy with others who live nearby. No, Mom. I can stay out fairly late, but I need to catch the last bus that runs by in my apartment tonight. And that's around midnight. Mom, I will drive you home. I can't let you get on a bus at that time of night. There's no... Wait, no. Uh, That's right. Somebody dropped me off. I'll, I'll figure it out, okay? Uh, I ride the bus after the bars close all the time. You know, I love watching bands in the clubs. Riding the bus is pretty safe. We can both catch one later. Uh, Uh, If I had drawn your name in the gift exchange, Mrs. Goodman, I would have given you some pepper spray for your present. What? All right, can I get back to the show? All right, please. Uh, And we're running behind as usual. I'm getting the word too, all right? Can you check and see if our guest's on the line? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm being told that he is on the line. We've got, uh, I think it's Donnell. Uh, Just all handle this. He's from the just know your role. You, okay. Know your role. All right, please say hello to actor, comedian, Danielle Rawlings. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. I like the intro. Short, straight to the point, mom's birth name, and keep it moving. That's exactly <laughs> what we try to do, yeah. Um, well, I got to lead off with a question about your experience doing Chappelle's show. I, I should add, uh, we had Charlie Murphy on a couple times also, and I, I ran this by him. Looking back on that was, you know, it's clearly a historic TV comedy show that left a mark. Uh, any clue while you were doing it that it would be remembered like it is? I, I don't, I didn't have a clue that it would be remembered like the way it is today. Today, people still come up as if the show's uh, coming on every week. Yep. I, I thought we were doing something special while we were doing it. But, you know, you have a lot of shows that come out, and, like, for two or three years, people are excited about it. Like, oh, I remember that show. But then you go into, like, the 10th, 11th year, and people still, you know, talk about the show as if it was yesterday. I would have never expected that. But, you know, I embrace it. It's been good for my career, and uh, it's been good for everybody that's been um, uh, a part of that show. Mm-hmm. Well, does it bug you to have people come up to you on the street or at the mall and ask you to say those famous words that ended each episode? I'd say them out loud right now, but I'm pretty sure you have them copyrighted. 
No, I don't have a copyright. That's one of the things I'm upset with Dave about anything. I wish I could have traded a couple of... I'm rich uh, for a couple of Ashley Larry's. I'd be rich right now. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think in this business of comedy, you, you know, you do you go your whole career trying to be noticed or remembered by something. That's how people become your fans and why you can get people to come see you. But um, I don't regret anybody coming to me asking. I was just in um, Abu Dhabi and I had a situation where a fan approached me. And he wanted me to say that famous line, but I looked around in my circle. I'm hanging around all these billionaires and millionaires and sheiks. I was like, I don't know if it's a good time to do that catchphrase right now. I wait time to get back to the United States. Well, you know, my listeners aren't aren't quite in that economic uh, strata. So uh, could you lay it out for my listeners right now? I'm rich, Biatch! Okay. There you go. <laughs> Super. All right. Can I disturb you for a brief moment here, Spud? Do you feel Donnell would enjoy a nice Christmas gift for coming on the show? I happen to have maybe a half dozen Starbucks cards. I got them free from my other job at South Seattle Carpet Linoleum. Uh, was that necessary to get that plug in right now? Well, I thought it would be a fair trade out for the gift cards so we can give them to guests for taking the time to call into the show. I doubt Donnell would want a Starbucks gift card. How much are they for? Ten bucks. That would buy like half a muffin. No thanks. He will pass. Now keep it down, would you? Um, hey, you were also on one of the all-time greatest cable TV shows dramas ever, The Wire on HBO, produced uh, by David Simon. Um, you played uh, Damien Lavelle, Day Day Price. How intense on the set uh, were, you know, were those shoots? Because, I mean, that, it, it, it was just a, an amazing show. I, I'll, I'll say that like the people that are, David uh, casting this show was like everybody's on point like as serious as the show was we still had fun while we were doing the show not in certain moments but the fact that you know we were doing a show that the streets intellects everybody every everybody everybody in, enjoyed the wire i had nothing but fun on the wire i did the first season and the last season i was nervous because normally hbo when they come down to the last season of any of these series, the writers get vindictive and start doing weird things like, I don't know if you remember on, on the show Oz, there were people that were getting like raped on Oz that wasn't even on Oz, man. It's like, dude, I'm on Nickelodeon. I'm just trying to walk to the bathroom, man. So I'm happy David Simon didn't take me in that direction, but working on the Y was a great feeling. Working with some of the people that worked on the Chappelle show and to continue that relationship on the Y was, was, was ultimate. Well, you know, you wonder if, if, if David's working on any projects reflecting uh, current day, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, what's going on right now. Obviously, it's been going on forever, but maybe some people are now actually uh, cluing into to reality. But I, I don't know what his future projects are, but, man, he, he with his skill level, he could, he, uh, you know, it'd be amazing to see what he could do. And I wouldn't be surprised if he came up with another, like, True the Life um, series. One of the reasons I think that the why didn't go on as much because I think he probably man, ran out of, of uh, out of good storylines, and he wants to be fresh, man. That guy, like my relationship started with him. I worked on the corner, right? And the corner led to me on the wire. I'm unfortunately I couldn't work on Treme, but if you look at his body of work, he continues to work people that he's comfortable with, and he always always comes with up with good stuff that are that are entertaining with a lot of integrity. You know, Treme is one of my. I mean, I I. I don't know what it is about that show, but 
it, it allows you to just basically jump into that culture and you feel like you're actually there. I mean, it's pretty difficult to pull off with a television show, but that that was a special, special production, but in my opinion. But yeah, and then what, what makes production like that so special is like your talent pool. You know what I mean? Like he has a good eye for great talent. And like if you have a great writer and you have great talent, it's kind of hard not to succeed with those tools, you know? Right, right. Well, hey, excuse me, Spud. With all the demands of the holiday season, you know, I cannot tell you how long my honey-do list was this last Saturday. So I was wondering if maybe this would be a good time to stop and take a moment and acknowledge how fortunate we've all been this year. You know, I like... Hey, can't, can't this wait until I'm done interviewing Donnell here? I'm almost done. Can you just keep your mouth quiet until then? Absolutely not a problem. I just thought this might be an appropriate time for us all to give thanks for everything. Seriously, that is pre-Christmas dinner talk. You know, before everyone starts pigging out. I'm doing an interview right now, and I don't think Donnell appreciates these interruptions. Keep your mouth on lockdown, please. All right, super. Well, Donnell, what's your take on the uh, Philadelphia 76ers? Do you think the UN or NATO should intervene and rescue them from a probable embarrassment of a, a maybe a 2-80 and season? What do, we, what do you think? I mean, if whatever union or whatever nation that, uh, you know, oversees that first thing, me being a Washington Redskins fan, I would like them to work the same magic for the Redskins. If oh. they can work it for the Redskins, then they definitely can work it for the 76 Yeah, okay, all right. So uh, what are your mid-range career goals right now? Uh, just to stay, like, excited about what I do and just to every day try to be better. You know, I've been doing it for um, 20 years now, and I had a conversation with someone the other day. I was like, you know, it really still feels like I'm on my third and fourth year. As long as you don't get settled and content and you're always looking to grow and make yourself better, you know, whatever you're doing, you'll enjoy it for life. So I just want to stay relevant and stay funny, and then whatever happens from that, right. I'm ready I'm ready, and accept that. All right, super. Uh, Donnell, my last, last, this is the last question. Uh, what's been your most memorable moment in show business to this point? Um... I would have to say, I've, I've done a lot of things, but um, Dave Chappelle uh, did a did a, a ten, 10 day uh, ten date at Radio City Music Hall maybe like two months ago, and um, I was you know lucky enough to be able to open for eight of those shows, and to be able to see your career come to a point where you've worked on quality programs, you work with some good people, you've got the accolades, but to go to Radio City Music Hall and just to see all these fans and all these fans and people that contribute to your success in front of you in one of the most prestigious spots in the world and to be able to rip that I think that was definitely a great moment in my career uh, that's not a bad room to play yeah, I, I heard it's uh, kind, of, kind of famous alright man we really uh, want to thank you for checking in with us tonight okay no problem thanks for having me alright take it easy anybody got an iPhone who got an iPhone I know so. anybody got an iPhone 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 f*** you f*** you f*** you f*** you I hate people with iPhones. iPhone people are cocky as shit, man. They think they better than everybody because of that iPhone. You always can tell an iPhone person because they always get this thumb. They got the iPhone thumb. Everything is like this. They just wake up in the morning, just do this shit all day. They just do this. All they say is iPhone, iPhone. I got an iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. They don't lose their phone. You lose your phone. No, I lost my iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. I got an iPhone, 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 iPhone. And they just do this shit all day. They just like to flip for no reason. Look at my iPhone just do this right here. They love doing that, but watch this. I can make it bigger. I can make it bigger. Apple is so cocky, they can put an eye in front of anything and you want that the next day. They come out with an eye cock. Look, I got a new eye cock. Look. 
I, I got it in black. They wasn't really selling the white ones, I guess. <laughs> look, I can make it bigger. Look, 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 look. I can make my iCock bigger. 64 gigs of black iCock. I don't know if I would want an iCock, because if you f I drink too much. I f around and lose my passcode. You get two chances. If you don't get it, your dick is locked down for 48 hours. You're like, what's my code? It's locked. Ho, 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 ho. You're tuned in on Santa Claus. Now just put all your cares behind you. It's time to be merry and gay. Soon I and my reindeer will find you. Old Santa knows the way. This is the Spud Goodman Show. I can't believe I let you talk me into this. Once again, the gods themselves.
Hey, Spud, you have a call, and they're telling me uh, you should take this one. Well, fine. Call, are you there? Yeah, it's the holidays, and my mom and, thought, my mom and I thought the right thing to do would be to call you and wish you a Merry Christmas. So, well, okay, Merry yeah. Christmas. Okay, well, Merry Christmas to you, too. Is that all you have for me? You don't recognize my voice, do you? Well, uh, I do take a lot of calls, you know, and I don't exactly have caller ID right now. Well, ask him his name, Spud. He sounds like a sweet young man. Mom, Mom, teenagers will lull you into a false comfort zone, and then they'll turn on you faster than the speed of light and slit your throat. So, uh, so, do, kid, do I know you, or I don't, don't sound familiar? I called last month, but uh, you said someone at the station would contact me and get my phone number to you, but I've never heard from anyone. Well, I could blame them on one of our interns, I guess, but... I don't even remember talking to you. So I, I, somebody, somebody, uh, whatever. I'm your son, or my mom is pretty sure what? I'm your son. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Spud, I wasn't on the show that this young man called in, but I was listening at home. Uh, it was quite an emotional experience for everyone hearing that conversation. Yeah, I, remember the I guess now. I missed that show. I had no idea my son had a little baby. No one told me. This is wonderful news. Look, uh, I didn't mention this to you, Mom, because I don't think it's true. Number one, you do know how often this happens to celebrities, right? Women come out of the woodwork claiming this sort of thing. It happens every day. But but that mostly involves celebrities with money. Uh, What possible motive would this young man's mom have here? Uh, Who knows? You just don't know those things. My mom is... My mom isn't interested in the filing a paternity suit. She doesn't even want me to contact you, but I just want a chance to meet up with you and see for myself if you really are as big of a jerk as she says. You know, I just don't like to make toys. She, she sort of has a temper, too. Can I, yeah. can I ask your name? It's Josh. I guess you would be my grandmother, right? What? My mom's mother. My mom's mother passed away before I was born, so do you prefer grandma or what? Our family is pretty informal, Josh. Call me whatever you are comfortable with. I am so filled with joy right now. What a great holiday blessing sent to our whole family. Mom, mom, mom. If he is in fact... You can't prevent everything. I don't know. If he's in fact my son, do, do, do you get it that now I'm way behind on a buttload of Christmas and birthday gifts? Do you understand that since my visa is at its limit, catching up's going to be beyond difficult to say the least? Hey, hey J- Josh, right? I, I hope you're more into like the simple things in life and not like $200 Nikes and top-of-the-line Beats headphones. I have all the Jordans I need, and I prefer my Sennheiser headphones, like, way better. Beats are overrated. You don't need to worry about buying me stuff. That's not why I want uh, well, to meet with okay. you. Okay. Well, that that's nice to hear. Josh, what are you and your mom doing for Christmas dinner? We have plenty of room at my place. I would love to meet you and your mom. Mom, mom, that might not be a good idea, as I don't even remember Josh's mom. How old are you, anyway? 
I'll be 17 next month. Well, that was a long time ago. For all I know, your mom's now a gun freak or something. I don't, I don't, I can't even place her. To be frank with you, maybe we could meet somewhere in public on, say, Christmas Eve. You and I, and I could give you like a nice McDonald's gift certificate. How about the food court at the mall around five? Are you no prisons? Spud, I would never allow a son of mine to spend Christmas Eve at a mall food court. Invite him and his mother to Christmas dinner, for God's sake. Well, fine. Okay, Josh, that's your name, right? Ask your mom if she has plans for Christmas dinner. I'm sure she's busy. I'm sure she's booked. But if not, then maybe you can message me on our Facebook page and someone will pass it on to me or something. Nonsense. Josh, don't hang up, and I will get you and your mother's phone numbers. All right, tell, tell your mom to remember, if she had bad memories of me, people can change, all right? And also, could you maybe ask her if, if, if we could set up, like, a paternity test as soon as possible? I mean, you know, it can wait until, like, the 26th or 27th, all right? So anyway, I guess, I guess I'll see you on Christmas Day. Take it easy and always use protection, all right? All right, uh, well, right now I'm being told we need to move on to something else. I don't, I don't know what. What are we doing here? Ladies and gentlemen, for your Yuletide enjoyment, the festive holiday musical stylings of Accordion Joe. <laughs> Looks just like the real thing. All right, thank God this thing's about over. Mom, you need to cut back on the eggnog right now. Mm. On one over there has laced it with a healthy dose of his homegrown stuff boiled down to some kind of liquid. I don't know what it is. And I hope we didn't toss in any molly this time, too. Is that your third or fourth glass? Who's counting? Boy, you are still such a buzzkill at your age. Where did your father and I go wrong? Uh, Mrs. Goodman, if you're feeling a bit too tipsy, I suggest calling a cab for a safe trip home. Cabs are expensive, Greg. Oh, it's Gerald, and I would be glad to pay for your cab ride home. That is very sweet of you, but I'll be fond of the bus. Spud, I might have to borrow your bolo paddle in case I run into any of those crazies. They walk around town here late at night. What? It is Christmas time, and they seem harmless, you know, I don't believe in vampires, but they sure are all over television these days. Mom, Mom those are drunks. They might sleep during the day, but they're not vampires. And, and you're not going to take the bus. I'm, I'm going to get you home, okay? There's no way I'm going to let that happen. If I, if I could, I just want to wish everyone here in the studio and also everyone listening a happy holidays. I know, speaking right. for myself, this year has been one I'll never forget. A kiss ass. Seriously, who would have thought I would be co-host on a radio show well, now? No, let's, let's, just, let's be truthful, okay? Uh-huh. You are just the 
temporary permanent co-host. A lot can change. Oh. If I were you, I would consider this a day-to-day -day arrangement. Yep, I believe it's temporary permanent. It's a temporary permanent position. Um, it depends on how you look at it. Uh, now, boys, let's remember it's the holiday season. Can't we just get along? Uh, you are so right, Mrs. Goodman. Merry Christmas, everyone. And Spud, now that I may have a grandson, I expect you to bring him by to visit with me. Tonight has been a night to remember for oh, sure. Oh, look, I can bring this kid by to visit you, but you know, with my really long, low T cell, you know, I mean, my T, uh, whatever the T count, yeah, whatever with it is. I've had a low T counter, right? And also a low sperm count. So there's no way. There's like maybe a 5% chance that this kid is mine, all right? I don't want to bum you out hey, listen, here. Listen, regardless of how a possible paternity test turns out, Spud, I think the least you could do is invite him over for Christmas dinner. By the way, you know, our family may have to celebrate our holiday meal at a restaurant this year because the kitchen's being remodeled. Boo-boo. Uh, kids are pretty upset about it. What? You will not have Christmas dinner at a restaurant. Any co-host of Spuds is welcome at our table. Well, as I said, he is just a temporary... T temporary permanent co-host. And we would love to come by for dinner on that special day, Mrs. Goodman. The kids will be so happy to hear this. <sighs> Whatever. All right. Anyway, I'm Spud Goodman. For everyone here with the show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and all that stuff. And I mean that. God bless and ciao. Once again, here are the gods themselves. been listening to the Spud Goodman Radio Show, the Internet's last line of defense in the ongoing battle to rid the world of generic entertainment. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. 
Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Lori Madsen. Video director is TJ Pites. Our interns are Trent Botello and Anna Howell. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of this station, the sponsors, or any living person except Spud Goodman. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Northwest music. This is an hour of sterling conversation. What? This is an hour of analysis of the previous hour of the Spud Goodman Show. This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Someday I'd like to be a, a dentist. All right, all right, all right. Merry Christmas to all who've tuned in tonight to the Spike Goodman Post Show Report. I hope this holiday season has not been too stressful for all y'all because I know how it can get to you, you know, and, and, and I got to tell you, I've not had to deal much with all the crap that comes with this time of year for, for a while now because, you know, uh, uh, being in the, during my stretch in the joint and all that, I got to tell you, being out, it, it, it brings all sorts of stuff to do, and I, I don't know if I'm liking it all that much. Or, yeah, I'm going to try to keep it together, but but uh, I can't wait till it's over. Anyway, I, I should I should now introduce Spud Goodman's mother, Safola. I got that right, Safola? Safola. Safola, all right. Now, she, now, she's kind enough to hang around and be my co-host for the night. How are they, Mrs. Goodman? Why, hello, Lawrence. Happy Hanukkah to you and all the listeners out there on that web dealie. I'm sad that you find the holiday season out on the streets to be so stressful. I would guess it's a lot different now for you. Did they let you have a tree in your cell? Oh, well, I appreciate Thank you for your concerns there, Mrs. Goodman. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did let us put up a, a little tree. You know, it couldn't be any bigger than 36 inches. And they, All right, super. They didn't let us flock them, you know, and that, that was a bummer and all. You know, I, I didn't see much snow down at Pelican Bay because it was in Cali and all. So you know, it would have been nice to see a little white stuff on the mini trees that, they, that we had there. You know, we, we expect you at our family Christmas dinner. No excuses. You will have a great time, too. We'll be playing holiday charades as it is a family tradition. Well, everyone but Spud. He is a bit of a downer to be around this time of year. Uh, there are charades, you said? Oh, I love playing charades. You know, with a holiday bent and all. Uh, now I can Super. dig that, Mrs. Goodman. Yeah, I got to warn you, when I play, I play to win. So just a heads up. Well, uh, I never lose playing that game. So it should be a real challenge for you. Just saying. All right. The challenge accepted. Yeah. 
I guess right now I should introduce our panel tonight. Uh, now we have Dave on the soundboard. Ho, ho, ho. ho, ho Happy ho. Xmas. That's, that's right, Dave. Happy Xmas to you there. I hope you're doing pretty well. Yeah, and we, of course, our sound engineer, as always, is on one. Hey, Hi. Somebody turn on a fan or something in here, because, you know, I don't see any haze or smoke around you right now. What's up with that? Super. Oh, we were a little down to the wire with the band today. I, had to, I didn't get my normal smoke break in. Oh, God. I hope you can pull through, man. I'll yeah. smudge the place later. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but he has been hitting will. the Razzleberry dressing. So. Oh, yeah. Razzleberry in, in fact, dressing. Trent, Trent, could you get me some more eggnog, actually, please? Oh, yeah. We got Trent and Anna Super. here, you know, from uh, Pierce College. They're sitting in here. How you two doing tonight? Spud made me stand out in the rain. Oh, Spud. Oh, you got you out in the rain? Oh, wow. Hey, look, look, why don't we start things off with a little bit of music here. We're going to do some holiday music today. First up, we have a, a favorite of Spud's. Well, I, I guess I should say uh, before he started doing movies, this guy, The Rock, he did The 12 Days of Christmas. And then we have the legendary Red Peters with... You ain't gonna, you ain't getting shit for Christmas. Go. But anyway, I'll keep it really short and sweet. The only thing I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> but you see, Test, before you go one-on-one with the great one, The Rock wants to leave you with something, leave you and your angry face with something tonight. Seeing as this is the holiday season, we are all in the holiday spirit. Oh, yeah. Tess, there's a song, and it's called The Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh, one of my favorites. And you see, Tess, The Rock wants to sing you 12 things that you can look forward to tonight. What? Rock's going to sing here on SmackDown? And the rock will go slow at first for you, Tess, just so you can understand. It goes like this. On a night, Tess face the great one. This is what he'll see. Wow. <laughs> Twelve sharpshooters stinging, eleven eyebrows raising, ten spines a-busting, nine noggins knocking, eight kicks a-kicking, seven punches punching, six suplex smashing, five seconds of the people chanting the rock's name. Four rock bottoms, three people's elbows on your two buck teeth, and an ass kicking all over New Orleans. King, there's only one rock. (laughs) I would put everybody in the Christmas spirit, except for Test. You know, they say Christmas is a time for giving. At least that's what the good book says. And in our house every Christmas Eve, my son and daughter and their families drive down from the big city for an old-fashioned family holiday. Heck, my dresses off the house like a Christmas card. You can hear her in the kitchen singing while she's baking cookies for the children. And she spends hours wrapping the presents she's been buying since last August. She hangs all the stockings all over the fireplace. In the morning of, I cut me down the prettiest darn Christmas tree you ever saw in your life. And this year, we really outdid ourselves, you know. 
Ma and I getting on in our years, so we decided to give the kids tax-free cash gifts of $10,000 apiece. Well, I reckon it was around noon when I heard the dogs barking. There was Jim the mailman and his old Santa cap coming up the walk, teasing the dogs as usual and holding the package. Well, he handed over and he says, Pappy, it looks like you got an overnight package from your daughter. Well, Ma tore it open, and to both our horrors, we unwrapped a fruitcake with a note that read, Aloha, Mom and Dad. At the last minute, we got a cheap fare on the Internet and went to Hawaii. Hold on to our gifts till after the first of the year. Love, Princess. Well, Ma's heart was broken, and I felt a lump in my throat as I thought to myself, You ain't getting shit for Christmas. Fire time to church, you can stick that food cake up your ass. hasn't had a drink in 20 years and I've, I've been off the sauce myself for a while now and heck if there was ever an excuse to start drinking again who in entire nation could that be junior and his family uh it was some delivery fella standing there holding what looked like a fruitcake tin with a card attached bob the company's condo is free this week and you know how much pumpkin and i love hilton head please forward our gifts to this address hey, hey ma save some of that for me well, Ma took a conniption, and things turned real ugly. She started breaking things and hurled the turkey in those two food cakes right through the front window the whole time she was yelling. I tell you, you ain't getting shit for Christmas. You're tuned in on Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm happy as can be. I'm waiting down here at your store. Guess where? <laughs> this is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. All right, all right. Tonight in the studio, we got here the gods themselves. All right, welcome here tonight, y'all. Super. And now, I got to ask you a question here before we get started on the interview and all now. Now, let me ask you, any of you guys done prison time, you know, like the, the feds or, or the state or county? Now, I, I'm just curious. Uh, no. <laughs> I have a job. Does that count? Yeah, it depends on your job. Some jobs is like doing time, I tell you. Yeah. Now, now why don't you all introduce yourselves, you know, once again for the listeners here. Uh, my name is Astra. I play guitar and I sing, and I have not done prison time in Washington Super. State. In Washington State. Yeah, me neither. Mom was in Cali. All right, now, who we got here? I'm Damien. I play baritone guitar. Just Ohio and New York, that's all. Oh, all right. Super. I'm Colin. I play drums. No prison record to speak of. Super. Uh, you got a clean, clean record now. Hey, Astra, uh, let me ask you, uh, at what age did you know that you wanted to be a rock star? Uh, real young. Both of my parents were musicians, so I grew up around it, and it was kind of natural. It was it was bound to happen. So it's in the blood. It's in the blood. It's yeah. in the DNA. 
All right. Now, now what about now the YouTube guys? Now, did you always want to be rock star someday, or maybe you wanted to do something different to hold did this hold you over like, until you become like accountants or airline pilots or something? I wasn't any good at basketball, so this was my best option. So. Uh, you tried basketball, but that baritone I, guitar instead. It's calling me, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I've you know I've tried to put the drumsticks down a few times, but they keep calling me back. Yeah, you gotta listen when they call you, don't you? Yeah. Man, now, now what's what's the, your favorite salad dressing as a band together? Because I, myself, I like ketchup. You know, we didn't have Catalina, or Catalina, you know, inside. So, you know, all I could do was do ketchup. I got kind of grew on me and all. All right, super. I use cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. Yeah. We never really had this discussion as a band, but no. my personal favorite is Caesar. Caesar, you, you know, you guys got to come together as a band on that dress. Super. It brings you closer together, I tell you. Yeah. All right. Now, you're going to do one more song for us tonight. Now, now, uh, what's the name of the song? And you got a backstory to that song to go with it. The name of the song is Nerves. And uh, there's no real story about it. It started out as a jam in practice and then uh, just turned into a real kick ass song. All right. Let's hear it. We got the gods themselves. Six on the dot.
You tuned in on Santa Claus. <laughs> you know my sleigh was never so loaded with beautiful presents as it is this year. Be sure to let me know what you want. Oh. <laughs> this is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. All right, Mrs. Goodman. Mrs. Goodman, we got us. You're doing the first celebrity highlight yeah. for us? For our first highlight from Spud's show, we have the leader of the band, X. Spud asks him if he is disappointed in not being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. Hopefully, this will be corrected as soon as that is a travesty. Yeah. Roll the clip. All right. There you have it. Um, all right. Well, hey, before we end this thing, I must state, as I have said before on this show, uh, speaking with you and also uh, on my own, a wrong needs to be righted in my lifetime. We continue to demand that X be enshrined in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if not, then I may have to start another one, kind of like the ABA or the AFL way back. And that, that ought to shake them up. So that's a threat. And I've just tossed it out. So anyway, I know, you know, I'll, I'll leave you out of commenting on that one. So, okay, no, I, can, I, I can totally comment on that. All right, let's do it. Uh, I, I, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when we played in Cleveland. We did one of the four record stands uh, where we played the first four records beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum asked us there. And while we were there, we saw several um, bands coming in from out of town, rolling in in their you know crappy white van, and they toured the museum for free, and um, and it was cool. And it it truly isn't about whether you're enshrined in, in, in that or not. It truly isn't. So I I don't feel bad. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, it's not a you know art isn't a uh, competition. So uh, if you want to start another one, you can you can do that. I'm but, just uh, I'm already formulating the okay. ideas. I, I'm thinking you know, about. I, it. I know that I know that we're um, comparable to uh, the Clash or the Ramones or. or Pretenders or a blondie and yes. things like that. You know, yes. we, just, we never had a hit, but so what? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, will, yeah. I, I will just drop it at that, but I think uh, I think people that are listening to this show at this point uh, already get that, so I don't really need to beat that yeah. one up. But, all right. All right, okie dokie. Once a- now, how do you get yourself in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Now, is there a vote, or do they have people that just applaud and whoever applauds the loudest? Is that what they do? I never got that. I think it's some kind of a poll of the of the industry, radio stations, record labels. I'm just like, you know, how do you how do you get uh, an, an, an an Emmy? The Spud Show was on TV for almost 15 years, and we never got one. Go figure. Hey, well, Pat. we're not done yet. Uh, we're not really? done yet. We're still here. That's right, That's true. Mrs. Goodman. We still got time. We ain't writing it off yet. Yeah, I mean, maybe we just gotta get a time slot. Like, who do you have to know to get into the Hall of Fame? I want the names. I, I was always under the impression it was some complex equation of like how much drug, sex, and rock and roll you did. Super. Like on a meter, on a scale, the more that you do, well, the you more know, your chances you well, get no, in. You know, first you take, you know, how much how much drugs you did, and you multiply that by pi. Super. And then you take all the all the sex that you had, and then you but multiply that by five. The- we have to find the guy that makes the decisions or puts us on the list. We'll have a little chat, invite him over for a couple of donuts or something, and uh, we'll see. We'll get Spud's name up there. Someday, okay. I'd like to I'm be a, a dentist. Yeah, Just let, right. let me make the donuts. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Him. 
You know what? Um, why don't we get back to some holiday music? Right, keep super. the Christmas cheer going. We're going to lead lead this off with a song that was recorded on Spud's cable TV show that we were just talking about on KTZZ a few years that. ago. It was yeah. wonderful. That was nice, huh? And now, this is about the Northwest icons, the Squirrels, and their Christmas mashup of Smoke on the Water with Do You See What I See? Yeah, and I, after that, we have Stand Still with I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Riders on the score, you see what I see. Into this world we're born, a star, a star. Into this life a throw, listening in the night. Like a dog without a bone, we're happy on our own. Riders on the score, there's a killer on the road. Give this man a ride, sweet family will die. He could kill her on the road.
For more of the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Flash from Santa Claus land. Santa is loading up his sleigh. Flash from Santa Claus land. Santa will soon be on his way. With his bright red sleigh and his reindeer on the run. He will ride Christmas Eve with gifts for everyone. Flash. Spread the news far and wide that Santa Claus is ready to ride. Welcome back to the Spud Goodman Post-Show Report. All right, I want to clarify for y'all if you're wondering about that loud, that tune before. That was actually a mashup cut with Riders on the Storm combined with Do You Hear What I Hear. Yeah. Oh, Lawrence, I believe Samuel, my nephew, is on the line. Samuel, is that you? Merry Christmas, Aunt Sophia, and Super. to you too, Larry. Uh, uh, please, uh, look, look, don't call me Larry. The name is Lawrence. It's just kind of a personal thing that goes way back. Oh, sorry, Lawrence. So, Aunt Sophia, what should I bring to dinner on Christmas? I was thinking of baking a huge batch of my special pig feet in a sleeping bag. I know how Spud loves them. What do you think? Oh, sure he not super. does. That would be great. I doubt they last more than 15 minutes. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Pig's feet? Oh, now nah, you're talking. Yeah. Now, I had a hard time buying those at the prison commissary and all because they always ran out real quick. I, I, I couldn't even buy them most of the time on the black market. 
Yeah, yeah, I offered a guy once three cartons of Marlboros for just one jar of Hormel pig's feet, but Super. he turned me down. I will do a triple batch just to make sure we don't run out, Lawrence. Oh, nice, nice. That would be swell, Samuel. So, Samuel, what do you want for Christmas this year? You are so hard to shop for. Well, I could always use some new foundation garments. Maybe one of those new Victoria's Secret push-up bras that I hear so much about. Nothing Super. Too Maybe in a light beach or mauve color. I will see what I can find. I was going to drop by Cabela's to see what they had in camo wear, as I know you love duck hunting. But it's always so crowded there. The mall is a lot more convenient for me. I, I have more than enough hunting wear this winter, Aunt Sofola. You know, I actually made a couple of duck decoys out of old Clorox bleach bottles. They look really cute. Wait, wait, now we supposed to, to bring presents with us for, for, for everyone that day? Oh, yeah, I better get on that right away because, you know, I have to say, I haven't gone Christmas shopping in a long, long time. Do they still have those orange Juliuses in the mall? I believe so, Lawrence. The presents are only for family. Everyone takes them home after Christmas dinner and opens them on New Year's Eve. It's a family tradition. Uh, look, 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 hey, look, I'm sorry, Samuel, but, look, I'm being told that we have to play some more music and all, so I'm going to have to let you go, all right? Hey, Super. I'll see you uh, at dinner on Christmas. Bye, Ansafola, Byler, uh, Lawrence. Merry Christmas! Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, all right. Let's, Christmas! Let's ah, get in this Christmas spirit with some Christmas music first. We got the Misfits with You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. And then we have Little Joey Farr with Rock and Roll Santa. <laughs> Banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders, that's all that can get sold, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a very nine and a half foot
of me Before I got to the bottom of stairs I saw a sight that made me hear the air I saw a rock and roll center Come on, boy, let's get real gone. I take off your slippers and put on your shoes. Cause then he's gonna show you how to buy the blues. I'm gonna rock and roll, Santa. Rock and roll, Santa. Santa Claus, and here I am, all ready for Christmas Eve. How about you? I hope you finished your Christmas shopping. You're listening to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Well, holy smoke, it's Christmas time again. My wife just sent me to the store to buy a roasting hen. There's chickens for all gone, so what's the use? And I wound up with one old scrawny, skinny Christmas goose. On the way back home, I stopped to have a brew. And stayed for several hours, cause I met some guys I knew. When I got home, I gave my wife the goose. Then she hit me with the rolling pin. I swallowed all my snooze. If I had wings, then I would fly away. And I would leave that old bad home until next Christmas Day. I just can't take no more of this abuse. Why did she get so mad at me for just one Christmas goose? There's no one quite so mean as Singapore. You said it. Then she is in the kitchen fixing Christmas smorgasbord. With Lefsa, she's big and strong and boy is she obtuse. And she knocked me silly on the corner just one Christmas goose. If I had wings, then I would fly away 
And I would leave that old bat home until next Christmas Day. It would be fun to be out on the loose. But on second thought I'll hang around and share that Christmas good. <laughs> you tuned in on Santa Claus. You know, a friendly, happy holiday spirit costs you nothing. Say Merry Christmas often, won't you? <laughs> this is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. All right, all right. Now, what we just heard was Stan Morrison with Christmas Goose. And now we're going to follow that with another celebrity highlight. Is that right here? Well, our last celebrity highlight is with comedian Danelle Rawlings. Spot that is not super. If he gets bothered by fans who ask him to say his trademark catchphrase from his time on Chappelle's show, let's hear what he had to say. Part of that show. Mm-hmm. Well, does it bug you to have people come up to you on the street or at the mall and ask you to say those famous words that ended each episode? I'd say them out loud right now, but I'm pretty sure you have them copyrighted. No, I don't have a copyright. That's one of the things I'm upset with Dave about anything. I wish I could have traded a couple of... I'm rich uh, for a couple of Ashy Larry's. I'd be rich right now. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, I think in this business of comedy, you you know, you do you go your whole career trying to be noticed or remembered by something. That's how people become your fans and why you can get people to come see you. But um, I don't regret anybody coming to me asking. I was just in um, Abu Dhabi and I had a situation where a fan approached me. And he wanted me to say that famous line, but I looked around in my circle. I'm hanging around all these billionaires and millionaires and sheiks. I was like, I don't know if it's a good time to do that catchphrase right now. I would try to get back to the United States. Well, you know, my listeners aren't aren't quite in that economic uh, strata. So uh, could you lay it out for my listeners right now? I'm rich, biatch! Okay. There you go. <laughs> Super. All right. Um, hey. All right, now that's that uh, Dave Chappelle, is he all right now? Because uh, he had a little trouble there, didn't he? You know, I'm not on top of that. I think he just, he went crazy for a little bit. Super. And he came back. Uh, I know he was in town recently doing some stand-up. Oh, was he? How did he sound? Was he all right? Uh, the, the report that I heard, I didn't actually get to see it. The report I heard was that he was, uh, for the most part, on his game. Oh, that's good, that's good. Yeah, because, you know, I've seen people crack up in the joint. You know, they'd spend 40 days and 60 days in the hole. they come out and they'd be a little sideways and upside down, you know what I'm I saying? I bet they were. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. But, you know, you know, we, we dealt with it. I thought maybe Chappelle spent a little time in the hole, but... Super. Apparently he was making Well, we all have money. make holes in our own head and... Experiences sometimes that yeah. we go through things like that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. He this was talking about you know trying to come up with a catchphrase, and of course, there's one associated with this show, Super, which, oh, which yeah. is of course Super. I still need to work on my catchphrase, <laughs> but I'll get to it one day. I'll get to it. But until then, I'm gonna play a little bit more Christmas music. Hey, you know what? Why don't we Bumble, do uh, <laughs> the late great? We got the late great Big Wheel Stunt Show with their tune. Uh, Fireball. Are you sure that's what we're playing? I think we're up at uh, you to play something? Rockabilly Santa. Why don't we do uh, the Rockabilly Santa? And then we'll, how about we follow that with the band from Bremerton, Washington? We'll play some of that stuff later, but for now we'll do MXPX with their song, Christmas Night of the Zombies. Good call. Thank Sounds y'all. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You're tuned in on Santa Claus. You know, the thing that keeps old Santa so happy is seeing the happy smiles that go with the presents I bring. This is the Spud Goodman Post-Show Report. Oh, uh, listen, Lawrence, I was thinking. Well, you were at prison for the holiday season. Did the warden, like, offer free conjugal visits for the guys? Well, yeah, he did, he did. But, you know, I tell you, we only had a couple of trailers, so... You know, we, we had to kind of move quick because they had a long list of guys that wanted the visits, but only two trailers. So you kind of had to kind of move quick. Really, what? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. But that would be a nice touch if he had offered that. Yeah, and he did. But I tell you, what I did is I practiced going so quick that I would get in line twice. Super. Uh, that oh, was a very merry Christmas for Lawrence. See, you were I tell creative. You. You're very yeah, creative. You gotta be creative to survive in the joint. Absolutely, yeah. you were. Good I for you. you very Good much. for you, Lawrence. I I'm proud of you. Wow. <laughs> well, remember what I was talking about earlier? We were gonna do some tunes. These are the tunes we're gonna do now. Super. And we're gonna do uh, the late great Big Wheel Stunt Show with their tune Fireball, and then Down by Fires up after that with their song. Another year on the rocks. Fire! Unannounced, don't you know, Santa showed up on a Friday night. 
He brought some cakes and wine, but looked in an awful fright. He said, Fireball, I'm sorry I was so rough on you. You were every bit as good as Rudolph, but tell me, what could I do? They could cut a deal with old Saint Nick. He'd set their lives up thick and quick. If they just join up with his team of reindeer. On Christmas night. Get to the store, they spit, they gonna laugh. 
You're tuned in on Santa Claus. You know, Christmas means tinsel, presents, and plum pudding. But most of all, peace and goodwill. This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. All right, all right. Now, it looks like we're at the end of tonight's show, and I got to wish everybody both here in the studio and those that are listening a Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. I'm going to play us out with my sleigh bells. All right, that's the spirit right there. Okay, but I just want to say ditto for me, too. But we are done here. I can hardly wait to get out caroling. Are you coming with us? Uh, Yeah, sure. You know, I used to be considered the best baritone on my cell block. Now, I'm not the solo type, but I sure can carry a tune. Wonderful. Are we done now? Well, you know, okay, we got to hold on one second here, Mrs. Goodman, because... Because we got to thank our panel tonight, you know. Yeah, we got uh, Dave there on the sleigh bells and the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you do a great job making those things sing. Yes. On one, our engineer there. Hi. Yeah, you know, I always wonder how you how you do it through all that smoking, you know, because you could be pushing the wrong button now and then. But no, no, no. You're real pro, I got to say. I've, I've mapped all the buttons to each other button Super. so that it really doesn't matter. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'm actually really not doing anything over here. I, I'm actually getting trying to get a high score in Angry Birds right now. <laughs> you do your thing, then I would. All right, now, now. Super. Sephola, did I get that right? Absolutely, nah. that's, right. that's uh, me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I got thank you for handling the celebrity highlights and with Derek being off tonight. That was really well done. Yeah, nice. Oh, thank you so much. That's so good. I just love doing it. And then we've got our interns, uh, Trent and Anna. Uh, you know, I hope you stay away from all those college New Year's Eve parties and all that because, you know, they get out of control pretty fast. You stay away from those bath salts, all right? You know, I read about them. It's the bad news. All right, until next time, Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a good night. Too corny there? Well, same from here. Best of holiday wishes. Happy Hanukkah. Everybody light those candles and sing those songs. All right. We're going to take you out with a little uh, tune by Timmy O'Hara. It's a timely tune for those of us who seem to get pulled over for just about everything, like breathing, if you know what I'm saying. It's called Police Stop My Car. Police Stop My Car. Police Stop My Car. The police made me stop. Walk a straight line and blow a balloon The Spud Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive producer, Lori Madsen. Associate producer, David Deere. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio highlights, Derek Schneider. Our interns are Trent Botello and Anna Howell. Theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Spud Goodman.